Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here with a couple names you know, one of which we interviewed fairly recently, Jonathan Gresham. Uh, you know him from Ring of Honor. You know him from from probably a little bit everywhere. We're going to try to find out where where maybe he's going to pop up next. And we got Baron Black, a guy who I've been, I've been looking to interview for months. You've seen him on AEW TV. Uh, you saw him arguing. Well, you didn't see him arguing with Jonathan Gresham before this about their phones. It was, it was a sight to behold. But we got both of you here to talk Terminus. How how y'all doing? We'll start with Jonathan. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great. Um, the lady just left the house, so uh, I'll be having this big place to myself and uh, the five pets um, until next month. So I'm doing pretty good. My gosh, till next month? Mm-hmm. My God. Baron Black, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing splendid. You know what I mean? Um, I can't complain. I'm alive. I'm breathing. You know, I, I I would say not. I was talking off the air. I mean, the buzz that Terminus has got over the past week or so has just been incredible. Uh, people don't know a, a ton about it. That's what's what we're here to do. But uh, January sixteenth, twenty twenty two, in Atlanta, it's listed as modern age grappling. I'm so fascinated. How and when did this get cooked up, uh, Baron? Uh, please shed some light. Um, how did this get started and get cooked up? Well, this is kind of basically a idea that me and John had for years. Um, a lot of people do not know me and John, we came up together, training together at a facility here in Atlanta. Um, and we always had this idea of like, you know, we used to tell each other after training or after shows, after we was on the road together, uh, we're going to run a show. We're going to do it and it's going to be awesome. And we were saying that for years. So if you see the uh, the line, a collaboration, years in the making, that is absolutely real. Because <laughs> we've been talking about this for a long time. And the stars finally aligned for it. And now we're finally doing it. So uh, as we look at this, is this a one-off event? If it's successful, will there be more? Like you got people, I saw people saying Terminus should sign this person. Like, act like there's a, there's a full promotion plan uh, set. Uh, John, can you shed some light on on maybe the plans as far as that go, or is it a well? We'll, we'll see how this one does. Uh, it's a more of um, I like to keep things in my pocket. I, I'm I'm a very sure. private person, um, so that's something that I probably not want to talk about right now. It's probably right. something that come up a little bit later, but um, we definitely won't be signing people. 
<laughs> That's for sure. So uh, this, I mean, a lot of people saw this and they assumed it was a reaction to the the ROH news, John. They, they assumed that, oh, well, this is, it's his new thing. He, this is where he's branching out to. This was in the works, according to Baron, long before that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've always had, like, uh, my goal of, you know, after I finish in-ring wrestling is to be, you know, a coach, promoter, or whatever, anything to just help out the, the wrestling industry, um, you know, with things that I've learned over my travels and my time in wrestling. So, um, you know, we've been cooking this up for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just the timing is really funny. Everybody believes that, you know, uh, we don't really know what's going to happen with Ring of Honor. They could come back in April and have the Supercar, we're back to normal, or we don't really know. But uh, it's definitely not because Ring of Honor is going on hiatus. It was just, we were actually supposed to have been running uh, this show um, this last weekend, uh, uh, the 14th. We had decided on, but New Japan Strong ended up reaching out and having me do their 15th show. So it was like impossible for me to actually run this show here um, because they also flew me out a day early. So it was just like impossible to run the show. So we moved to January 16th, which in hindsight now is probably better. So, And I mean, we've got Jonathan Gresham, who has been in ROH, Baron Black, who's been in AEW. Not only that, Baron, I know that you interact with a whole lot of talent that isn't locked down to contracts. I mean, you you see some of the best of the best, and you're working with a lot of the best of the best on a weekly basis. Do you already have people in mind? Have you already reached out to people that you're going to bring in for this show? Like, how does that process work? Um, yeah, we already have people in mind. Of course, we had to reach out. The event is less than 60 days away. Yeah, we had we had to reach out to people, um, and we're just not revealing those individuals just yet. But uh, yeah, my experience at AW, I've seen the best of the best. Um, you know, and in my tenure in other places before before I got to AEW, uh, I've also seen some great talent as well. So um, yeah, we have reached out, um, and those announcements obviously will be coming <laughs> up, um, and. Uh, you'll see who we have on board. <laughs> and we we've seen talent from like Myron Reed and MLW all the way up to Seth Rollins and WWE shout this out, retweet it, give it some love. So, I mean, obviously the, the talent themselves across multiple promotions seem to be excited about this, John. So what did that say to you? I mean, it, it seems like it carries a lot between you, yourself and Baron that, that you guys are the ones running it. And it's got to feel good that so much talent is showing you all love. I definitely does. My message of, uh, you know, the foundation is not just a gimmick. Um, just because the foundation exists within ring of honor, I feel like it's a uh, ideology and it's a, it's a, it's a way of thinking. Um, people that believe in wrestling changing because it does change every couple of years, every decade or so it starts to, it starts to change. The wheel is round. Uh, right now, high spots, high flyers are really popular. But to me, I really feel like things are coming back around and the technical pure wrestler is going to um, be at the forefront of wrestling. Again, uh, we deserve it. We've been suppressed for so long. So I think the ones that see that and believe in it um, and can appreciate it are, are, are finally gathering to see what Terminus is going to be. And they're uh, wanting to share it to get more eyes on it and help out. The wrestling community has been tremendous the last couple of days and i really appreciate everyone uh that has retweeted and interacted with the tweet i really appreciate it and i can't thank you enough yeah you got like chris jericho and 
Riddle and a lot of these, a lot of Helms, who who is a WWE producer right now, like all sharing this. Uh, Baron, maybe how do you feel? How did you feel when you saw that? Because I mean, there, there's got to be that element of the unknown, mm-hmm. like how will people react to this? And it's one of your creations, so they're, they're, that had to feel really great. Uh, yeah, it did. Um, in in the planning process of when we released that trailer, um, I was discussing to John the idea around the trailer, and he kind of agreed we should do something like that. And yeah, we was uh, even though he didn't admit to me at the time, I know he probably was nervous as much as I was. I was like, man, what if we put this out and nothing really happens? Yeah, <laughs> and it just sits there. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, um, I think the uh huge trailer put together was was very well done and i was like i think people will be interested simply because of uh who john gresham is who i am for the people who do know who i am and um and the response was uh to me i was taken back i was like wow you know what i mean i was not expecting that It, it exceeded my expectations completely so i was very happy to see that as we film this, it's been viewed over two hundred thousand times already. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's fantastic and that's great and it speaks a lot of of the reputation in which you two carry within wrestling. Um, and like, there's a lot of questions like modern age grappling. What does that necessarily mean? Because as as we went on the air, we we had mentioned some people have gotten it wrong. They've mentioned like modern day wrestling, modern day grappling, things like that. Uh, we'll start with Baron. What what does that tagline mean to you? Uh, for me, and uh, John, he has his perspective on it because uh, the name was really a, a collaboration between both of us. Uh, he gave me his view for the Modern Age Grappling tagline, and I was like, I agree with that, and you know, I support his view on that. And um, and the term in his name was more something I brought to the table to him and he was like, yo, that works as well. That kind of fits what we are trying to do as well. So it, it comes on in from, from my point of view, outside of viewing from John's point of view, a modern age grappling and really just showing wrestling in a different light, a modern light. Um, like you said, wrestling changes every few years, you know what I mean? And we want to show them what the uh, modern age grappler looks like and, you know, what the presentation will look like, what a show with a modern age grappler will look like if they're on it. And he can elaborate more on his side on what Barney's grappling. Oh, yeah, that's my cue. Okay, yes. well, in, in my mind, um, segue, John. That's the segue. What are we doing? <laughs> calm down. Now, uh, for me, uh, it kind of derives in my mind. I, I've, I've sat on this for so long because I have this, 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 this thought in my mind about like wrestling being perceived, and, and while we're watching it. And we're suspending our disbelief about it as a sport. Uh, it, it's been referred to a lot now as entertainment. And while that's fine, I feel we might have talked about this before, Sean, but I feel like uh, it's kind of like uh, you're listening to music. Uh, today you want to listen to country. Tomorrow you want to listen to whatever, hip hop or whatever. I kind of feel like wrestling should be the same. Uh, in a perfect world, every company would represent something different. For example, WWE would be entertainment. Then Impact would be kind of like Chikara because people die there and come back to life. Um, Ring of Honor was like a sports presentation. So, like, I think if we could all kind of come together and figure out, hey, this is us. We'll stay off of your toes and you stay off of ours. And everybody could just kind of be their own universe. Um, To me, that would be perfect. 
but that is not the case. So I'm trying to kind of bring that idea to Terminus. So um, the name Modern Age, uh, Modern Age um, Grappling actually kind of derives from the idea of the original rules of wrestling, um, also kind of mixed in with um, the, uh, the pure wrestling rules, but also a little bit, uh, I have a huge influence of um, Mount Everest style of wrestling, which a lot of people know is uh, as world of sport wrestling. So mm-hmm. I kind of had this idea to squash all of these rule sets together and create something very unique and special. And uh, they will all find out very soon when matches are announced and uh, the style of matches are announced. So um, that's pretty much how the modern age grappling kind of came about. It took a very long time to concoct this. Um, maybe since 2012, I've been thinking about this idea. So, um, yeah. So, like, do you do you draw inspiration from like UWFI or anything like that? I mean, that that type of style, or is this going to be? This seems like like you're taking some of the the best ideas from a lot of these motivations and want to apply it to a new product. Yeah, of course. A lot of people. I, I was just having a conversation with a buddy the other day about like psychologies of booking. Some mm-hmm. people just like get a show, get a couple guys, and go oh. Let's make a match. But yeah. you got like the King's Road style. And a lot of people don't really understand what it means besides it's being this cool Japanese tagline for all Japan or, you know, um, the arc style from Noah or even strong style from New Japan. Like they have psychology to them. If you watch the match and you really pay attention to like the selling and like the storytelling within the match, you can kind of tell the difference between the styles. Um, and that's basically what I want to create. So, yes, you're right. I'm taking a little bit from everywhere for myself. Um, I like a lot of uh, the UWFI tag team psychology I use uh, in my tag team matches, and I would like to kind of explain these styles to the talent that we are using so they can kind of better their craft or be inspired by the things they might not be watching regularly. Um, I really believe a lot of these um, these psychologies are hitting gems that are just being lost in wrestling with all the cool moves and flips when uh, at the core of wrestling is storytelling. The core of wrestling is uh, good versus evil. And um, the only way for good versus evil to exist is to have a rule set that heels can break and fans can get up in arms about. So to me, that is what modern age grappling is. I love this approach. I'm very, very interested in it. Uh, Baron, as you look at this, are, are there any distinct ideas that you had and you're like, okay, this is important to me that we include this? Um, yeah. It was uh, one of the main things I really wanted is like also always giving an opportunity to people who don't necessarily always get that chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll use myself as an example. Um, Without the pandemic, I don't know if I'm where I'm at. You know what I mean? And and a lot of people, you know, got to discover me, got to to develop their opinions about how great I am or whatnot. And, um, that only happened because of the of the pandemic. So if that never happened, I probably would have never stepped through that uh, forbidden door to AW. So I want to make sure people who was in my position, who was just chomping at the bit, trying to get an opportunity, trying to be seen, uh, just not the door is just not opening for them yet. I want them to also have that opportunity with term. So that's one of the main things that me and John actually talked about. Where hey. This is an individual I've been watching. I've been keeping an eye on. He's really good. He's really good at his craft. He knows what he's doing. He just ain't got the opportunity yet. And uh, that's one of the main things that I talked to John about, you know, that Terminus will provide that opportunity 
for uh, individuals who need and, it. <laughs> and Baron, to kind of stick with you, you mentioned getting that opportunity during the pandemic. A lot of people wondered like what the makeup of AEW and some of the talent they would use when they went back on the road. Well, they used you in Norfolk. They used you in uh, Chicago, I think, and in Texas mm-hmm. as well. Uh, multiple places in Florida after that. I mean, that had to feel good as well to show that, okay, I showed that I deserve this opportunity and now they trust in me. Yeah, um, I, I feel like there's a certain trust level there. Um, I'm very comfortable with everybody there. Everybody's very friendly. Everybody, I mean, we've been we've been in Jacksonville together for <laughs> almost over a year. So yeah. you get to know everybody. People get, come accustomed to you. You get comfortable. You make friends. Um, and yeah, I think there's a certain trust level to have there. Um, and I developed a lot of good relationships. And I was more than ecstatic when we first went on the road. I was right there in Miami. <laughs> I was right there. And I was one of the first matches of when crowds came back. So um, our relationship is really, really good. I, I love that. And uh, John, obviously, ROH is in like a state where a lot of people don't know what's going on. However, you have been announced for December 11th, 2021 final battle in the ROH world championship match. Can you sort of walk us through finding that out? Did they come to you before they announced it? I know a lot of times like that stuff just gets announced on social media. Um, how are you feeling heading into that? Because ring of honor has been obviously a significant part of your life of late. Um, yeah, it definitely has been a huge part of my life. Uh, ring of honor. We spoke about it before in our last interview. It changed my life. Um, I was on a very different path and different road, getting in trouble and things like that. And then I found Ring of Honor. I was already a wrestling fan. Then I found Ring of Honor, and then I became obsessed. And I, I, I truly believe to change someone's direction in life, they have to find something that they are just completely obsessed with, and they can't put it down. They can't stop looking at it. And that kind of gets them off that, that bad road that they're on. And that's what happened with me with Ring of Honor. Um, and so to be in the position I'm in now is just uh, – is, is, I don't know. It's almost full circle for me. Win or loss, um, I have accomplished more than my dream. Um, but to get to your your, your answer, um, I didn't really know. There was, um, you know, the office likes to let you know of the possibilities, but nothing's in stone because that's just wrestling. Uh, people get hurt. Um, you know, plans could change. So uh, for a while there, it was like, yeah, we're thinking about moving in this direction. And, you know, I was like, great. Uh, the whole pure title thing was happening. I dropped the belt at the time, and I was just happy with everything I had done. I had accomplished uh, my goal, which was uh, bringing pure wrestling back to Ring of Honor. I really feel like, and even to this day, that it could save Ring of Honor. Um, so, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, that's kind of how it was like laid out to me. I lost the peer title and they told me this is a possibility. And I just said, oh, great. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, then, you know, I had a really good run as peer champion. So I was really happy with that. And as far as the the unfortunate news that the deals were were going to kind of come up and and all that, did you have any sort of heads up? Because I mean, I had heard that maybe it was just two weeks before they were having talent exchange meetings with GCW. So I mean, obviously there were some pretty pretty different plans in effect just a couple of weeks before. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I didn't know. I got a phone call from a close buddy maybe 30 minutes before uh, we had the big Zoom call with the whole roster, and they said, hey, Gresh, I don't think this is going to be a good call. And then we had a little discussion about that, and it ended up being true. It wasn't a good call. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't have a heads up, though, besides that one call from a buddy 30 minutes before. And to sort of wrap up the ROH stuff, we had heard that most talent, well, talent that are signed through the end of the year get paid until then – talent that uh, go beyond that are paid, I think, through through March. Are you able to kind of clear up your, your contract status there? And if has any, has anybody reached out to you? Because we've seen Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora, Jay Lethal all pop up already elsewhere. I think everyone uh, that knows anything about me knows that I am on this boat until it sinks. Um, my contract will expire in December, but even with no contract, I am loyal to Ring of Honor and to the end. That's says a lot about it. I mean, that was that was what you said to me months ago in our in our interview. So uh, nice to see how how that sticks, uh, Baron. When you look at what's going on with ROH, and unfortunately, as we filmed this last night, a, a wealth of, another wealth of WWE talent got released. You look at that, and you are actively out there working the independent scene. Um, you, you're doing a lot of stuff there. Do you ever look at that and like, how will this affect me? How will this affect my bookings? How will this affect Terminus? Like who will be available for that or not available for that? How do you all kind of weigh all this stuff that happens? Because quite frankly, this can change a lot of things. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you, you get a lot of different thoughts when, when unfortunate situations like last night happened with all those releases because you, you kind of feel for them because a lot of us kind of started as children having this dream of becoming a professional wrestler and finally getting to a, a major stage and to have, to get to that point and then have it ripped away from you in a, such a way, it, it's very devastating. So I, I can understand what a lot of those guys are, are feeling right now. Cause I know how I would feel if that would happen to me. Um, and, and also, you look at it from, like, us at a terminus standpoint, there's a lot of talented individuals that, you know, we could potentially uh, contact if, if they're available um, to also keep their dreams alive. You feel what I'm saying? Keep them working. Um, and it's, 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 it's an unfortunate situation when, when stuff like, ha- like that happens. Um, some, some of those releases that have been recently, uh, just this year, was – some of them was close friends of mine, so mm-hmm. I know how much it hurt them, and I didn't want to see them in that situation either. It, it sucks, but um, there's always a, a path forward after something like that happens. Um, as far as it, how it affects me, um, it just um, it makes people have to uh, work harder. It's, it's more people 
uh, out uh, there for competition wise. And um, you just have to work harder. I don't see it as a, a negative. I see it as a positive. That means, hey, I have to be on top of my game. I have to work harder. I have to be A++ in everything I do um, because that's just the nature of the game, the nature of the beast. So it's sure. many different emotions about it, but mostly it's really to sympathize with how they feel because I, I, I just would hate to actually feel what they feel. And based on what it looks like the direction of Terminus might be, we, we've seen people like Marina Shafir who never really got to show what she could do in NXT. And she's like, let me go to Bloodsport and show you what I can do. Like, I, it feels like there are going to be people that, that take a look at this and they, they look at Terminus as a destination. Like, let me show people what I can do that they might not have any idea what I can do. Like, we've seen Steve Macklin. Like, I don't think a lot of people knew that he could – do a suicide dive and spear somebody through the ropes. They didn't know that Deanna Perrazzo was going to be a one-year world champion. It's not the end of the rope, uh, leaving WWE or ROH or anywhere else. But, like, I'm sure that you all being in the ring with a whole lot of talent, there's people that you guys know are capable of a certain style or a certain thing that fans around the world might not know. Uh, Jonathan, especially with, with like how well-regarded you are for, for your technical ability, are there like people in your head that you're like, oh, I can't wait to book them because they're going to do something special here? Um, not really. I think I've always had this belief that a lot of wrestlers don't present wrestling the way that they want to because they feel like promoters and the fans expect a certain genre or style from wrestlers. So they force themselves to do these maneuvers and these, these kind of matches, but are you doing what you love about pro wrestling? I am doing exactly what I love about pro wrestling. I think that's why people res it resonates with people because they, they, they understand that I truly do love what I do. A lot of guys on the independents and the bigger companies, they all start to kind of wrestle the same way spots are being recycled a lot and it's because they're not doing what brought them to the show they're not doing what made them love pro wrestling and in my mind i want the men and women that are doing what they love about pro wrestling don't think about what john gresson wants you to do i want you to present wrestling the way that you see it should be i feel like pro wrestling should be pure mm -hmm. that's the way i present it and people resonate and they they, they 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 accept it because they know i feel that way and they can see my passion for it at least that's the way i feel and so that's what i want to express and I want the wrestlers that work for us to do. I want you to come here and do exactly what you love about pro wrestling. So I don't have anybody that I can look at and go, oh, I want to bring him or her here for this particular reason. I just want you, when I book you, to wrestle hard and do exactly what you love about pro wrestling, whether that's a 630 to the outside of the ring or a sleeper hold. Like, I want you to do it with passion. That's it. So you mentioned him or her. That, that would imply women will be involved in this promotion because, I mean, quite frankly, there's some indie promotions that, that don't have women involved in them. Uh, most definitely. The only way to have women's wrestling uh, further develop is to use women on shows so they can learn more, so they can show you what they're made of, so they can be main events, so they can be world title holders. To me, it's just you have to just open the floor and let them do whatever they want. It's just to me, it's easy. It's simple. It probably doesn't probably doesn't hurt with your connection to women's wrestling. I mean, you've scouted an awful lot of talent. Obviously, Jordan's there. She knows she's seeing good talent every weekend, I'm sure. Yeah, and also wrestling them. So that, that's a big help to me, too. Like, I, I watch 
too much wrestling, uh, independent wrestling. I can't watch the mainstream stuff, but I watch a lot of independent wrestling and I see so many great talents, you know, um, that I would like to work with, whether it's intergender or, you know, regular matches with guys. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of help from my, uh, from my lady as well. Yeah. And that's, and that's one of the main things. Uh, I think that's one of the first things we talked about. I was like, uh, when we was putting terminus together, uh, what are the female uh, grapplers slash wrestlers that we're going to use on this debut show? Because um, I believe there's quite a few of them out there that are really good. I, I came into passing with a lot of them through AEW. They came to AEW, and I seen a lot of them on Independence. And that was like one of the first conversations. It's like, okay, which women wrestlers are we going to present on this debut show? And I think the ones we have chosen are going to be pretty great. <laughs> So and, uh, one thing I would like to, I would like to reveal. I ooh. think this is pretty easy. Oh, um, I think it's kind of juicy. But anyway, <laughs> for the longest time, uh, you know, everybody has gotten hooked on this, 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 this term. I'm not really fond of it, but they want to call everyone superstars. Yeah. WWE came out with it. Then Impact started to say it. And like independent shows started to say superstars. I hear people talk about themselves and call themselves superstars. To me, I don't like it. I want it to change, be different. So in Terminus, the wrestlers will not be known as wrestlers. They won't be known as superstars. They will simply be known as grapplers. Nice. I like that. I was hoping you were just going to bury everybody and say they're not superstars. They all (laughs) suck compared to me. I just wanted you to bury everybody. Uh, Let's just just, just get this right. I do not believe that. Just just that. (laughs) Yeah, let's just get that I mean, you, you know, I mean, it's it's possible. So uh, another question, and understand if if you all can't answer this yet, any broadcast yet. Any or broadcast? filming plans? Mm. Did you hear that? Oh. He, he got it. an echo. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, he doesn't even know how to use his phone after he buried Are you, are you there, John? John, are you there? Oh, we lost him. So Barry oh, can answer man, that. Yeah, he can't don't, hear anything. Listen, just, just – just but, answer it for him. Just give me the scoops right now while Jonathan Preston is listening. <laughs> I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving John, this in. John, John, boy, you look like <laughs> an old man with t- a text message right now. Look at him. <laughs> oh, man, you look like a Steve Harvey meme right he's, now. Boy. He's looking, like, looking for Snake or Solitaire on his phone right now. <laughs> I love it. We completely lost it. Oh, man, we really lost, lost him. We can hear Unho- we- Unhook your, your headphones. John, <laughs> we'll unhook- just rock with the echo for the last two minutes of the interview. Well, what, is he, what is he doing? Why are you swiping? Like- in. This is not getting edited out. Oh, my God. Don't edit this out. This is hilarious. Look at this, this man. This is amazing. This is your future ROH Whoa. world champion here. This is a book oh, of term- Terminus here. Hello? I just heard the name. your alerts, but we can't hear you talk. He's, he's out of here. Oh, my God. He's okay. out of here. So what was the question, John? I asked, and I understand if you all can't answer this, yeah. um, but are there any broadcast or filming plans for this, or is that something you're still working on? Um, we have nothing to announce right now on that okay. situation. Um, all I really want to do is to tell everybody to come to terms. You're welcome here, and now he's frozen. Oh, wait, he's done frozen. Back. Yeah, is he back? I want everybody to come to Terminus. It's going to be an experience that uh, I think you will enjoy. 
100 percent um that's why we had a tagline all roads lead here uh we want you to come to terms and he's well, still not fixed this i love is, it i kind of love it to be honest with i you. love it too uh, do, do not do not edit any part of this out. no oh i'm not not at all Oh, oh, oh man! Look, oh man! Did. You don't messed up the whole graphic. He messed up the graphic. You messed Hold up on. the graphic, man. Hold on. There we go. All right, all right. There we go. So for those, uh, that he'll, he'll come back in. He'll come back. He'll come back in. Just Sunday, messed up the whole graphic, man. I know. Just, I swear. Sunday, January sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. Oh, he's back. He messed up her graphic, but he's back. And now I'm in your spot. Oh, no, I'm back in my spot. Well, so I got to go without my headphones because I'm not trying to figure that it's out. Right okay. now, Mr. Hughes called me and just messed everything up. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, Hughes. And like, <laughs> is, that, is that the Curtis Hughes? Yes, yes. yes. Is, is he talking. getting booked for Terminus right now? <laughs> <laughs> we actually had that discussion, and um, it's still in. We're, we're still debating about it. Actually, you got to blow off the feud with Jericho from like 22 years ago. Oh, like, he's he still got the urn though, so that's what he's most concerned about. He oh wants to take God. it. So uh, we were wrapping up Sunday, January 16, 2022, Terminus in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Croc Center. I believe it's the Croc Center. Is it the Croak Center? Croc no, Center? it's the Croc Center. Croc, Croc, Croc yeah. Center. And of course, also final battle, December eleventh, twenty twenty one. Hopefully, we're tuning in to see Jonathan Gresham become the ROH World Champion. I am excited. I'm happier than a pig in shit over that match. I'm excited. Oh, I'm ready for it, and I'm so ready for Terminus. I know this is something that you two have put an awful lot of thought, an awful yep. lot of love into. Uh, so, a- as we wrap up, Baron, we'll start with you. Uh, tell the people anything else that, that they need to know. Uh, obviously, match announcements are going to be rolling out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talent and the match announcements will be rolling out soon. Um, I think this is the part where we tell them that thing, right, John? Is this the part? I think it is. I think you're going to get some exclusive news, John. I'm ready. <laughs> you know how I am with remembering things, so... Okay, well, we we talked about it. It's too late now. We're about to give it to him. So, um, we would like to have the first talent announcement right here, right now. If that's cool with you. Yeah, hell yeah, that's right. It's cool with me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Which one are we talking about? You know what's what we talking about. Wait a minute, are we? Can I? Okay. All right, I got it. I remember now. Oh yeah, I hope you hope you first talent announcement that we're gonna release. Hold up, wait a minute. Sean, are you coming to Terminus? I'm gonna try. Obviously. All right. Okay. All right. All right. It's a it's All a right. bit it's a crazy month and uh traveling out of Kentucky ain't the easiest thing in January. Oh, you in Kentucky? That's a that's a jump skipping a jump skipping a hop, man. Come on. Oh man. I'm up by Ohio with the right trajectory. I can piss into Cincinnati. <laughs> so the first competitor, the first grappler to be announced for Terminus January 16th, 2022, is none other. Oh. First of all, before we go, that's the wrong one. <laughs> oh. 
I forgot, man. I should let you handle it. I forgot you Okay, Sean. Would so do you do two that one out? <laughs> oh would you be able God. to edit that one out, John? Okay. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. We can give I'm you the gonna, other one. That was the wrong one. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it by just putting a censored over it. That way okay. people know that I knew. Just so they okay. know that I knew. But now you finna now you finna know two people now because that one was for another day. Okay. If you remember, John. This this does go live Monday the twenty second. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the talent announcement. <laughs> yes, please do that. Now I remember. Now I remember the okay, talent announcement, let Sean. Let me do it. Let me do it. The first do. one for Terminus, Modern Age Grappling, where style makes fights, is none other than Red Death, Daniel Garcia. Oh, nice. Nice. So now I can confirm at least four people on this show personally. What? Oh, you two are going to be on it? Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Obviously, yeah. I'm not. Hard. I'm not wrestling on the show. You're not. <laughs> Terminus. <laughs> I think he caught you because the camera got a delay. But um, that's just him messing yeah. up talent announcements again. That's <laughs> you you bot- <laughs> look at you botching spots already. Look at it. Hey, as long as <laughs> I don't do it in the ring, it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh! Oh of course, man! Of course, guys, follow Baron Black. Follow yeah. Jonathan Gresham. I got it. It's it's mirrored here, so it's yeah. That's that's the way I point now. And check out Terminus January 16, twenty twenty two. Thank you so much, fellas, for taking the time. No problem. Thank you for having us, man. Appreciate it. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.